Welcome to episode zero, First Link, Connect With Me. I'm your host, Ellen Kwan, and I'll be introducing the podcast series and myself in this intro episode of Connections. So what is this podcast about and why should I listen? You're probably wondering that since there's billions of uh, podcasts out there right now, I feel like... Well, my mission for this series is to hopefully inspire and provide more tools in the toolkit for adults and parental figures that care for or support kiddos that have experienced trauma and they're on their road to healing or rebuilding relationships. So my hope is to create some really meaningful and engaging content and build an effective platform, which would include training, uh, practical applications, information, and a space for a supportive and nurturing community or to continue to grow your community that you already have. Um, When I first thought about this project, um, I was really thinking specifically about um, one kind of, I guess, demographic, um, and those are adults um, who have relationships um, with these kiddos that have been through trauma and are um, in a role that helps support that journey. Um, So that could be a parental figure, caretakers, um, people that work for government agencies or NGOs, um, really any person that is commissioned to care for kiddos that have been um, specifically in the foster care system or um, have been in orphanages. But, you know, as I've been on this journey and creating and thinking about this series, um, really this series can be for anybody. Um, Trauma affects so much more people or so many more people than I even ever thought until I started learning more about trauma. And it's through this journey that I've found um, so many of us have either experienced trauma in some way, shape, or form, or know someone that has, and it starts really from the womb all the way up and through adulthood. So I feel like the things that we talk about through this podcast series is applicable to anybody. Um, So more about this podcast. My idea for this series was really to create shorter, maybe 15 to 20 minute sessions where uh, I provide a discussion topic, maybe some additional information, but really in the areas and modalities of trust-based relational intervention, which is TBRI, and trauma-sensitive yoga. Um, The trauma-sensitive yoga that I'm talking about has come from the trauma center. So that first kind of half of it would be about 15-20 minutes, and then the next maybe 15 minutes or so, I would facilitate a trauma-sensitive yoga session. Um, I would definitely provide the timestamp for you so that you can easily get to either section if you can't stay for the whole thing, um, or if you know you want to refer to it later or come back to it, um, you can find it very easily. But really, I wanted to create something where it's not so time intensive. Um, I think through my experience um, with just my learnings and working with um, parents and kiddos and other people, like we just 
don't have the time to spend like hours and hours in dream session and not to take away from that but I wanted to provide another tool right that can help supplement you know either additional training that you're taking or you know to serve as a reminder if you've gone through some of these modalities already but something that could be more digestible like in your car or when you're waiting in line for something or something like that um, where you have just maybe 15 minutes or 30 minutes that you'd like to spend some time on this Um, but in addition to this podcast which will be like on a shorter side I also will be providing additional resources on my website Um, I'll be creating and curating content that is applicable to the episodes also have links to some external resources like if you go there now you'll find a link to the tbri site and also the trauma centers site um, that discuss both tbri and um, trauma sensitive yoga respectively i'll also have a feedback and discussion area where i hope that that's where we can really start building a community and i can be engaged with you as well so those are some of the things that I had in mind, not just for the podcast series, but also just kind of holistically from this whole platform perspective. So um, you're probably wondering who I am and why you should even be listening to this podcast. Well, I want to be very transparent and give full disclosure. I am not a licensed professional therapist or social worker. So you're probably thinking, well, then why should I stick around? Well, um, I have been um, really interested in the areas of trauma, um, the effects, and different modalities to um, journey through the healing process and what that kind of looks like. Um, So I am trained as a TBRI practitioner. Um, I've also currently enrolled in the trauma centers trauma sensitive yoga certification program which i'm just finishing up i'll be done in about just a couple weeks now but um, i find that those you know being trained in those two modalities in the way that i have have definitely given me a foundational knowledge base right um and more of the whys and the hows but I've also been really passionate about um, this area, and I feel like my past life experiences has really shaped me into being another support system for people that are interested in this area, or working in this area, um, or just interested in maybe getting their feet wet, and then they'll go on to more trainings and learnings. Um, So I guess that kind of brings me to how I got here. Um, Well, I think it's really interesting um, how life works. Um, There have been definitely different areas of my life that I thought were not really intersecting much. Like I had interests and hobbies in different areas, but I didn't really see them merge together until more recently. And it's just been such an interesting thing to see play out um, how these different areas of my life have 
now merged together and creating this new kind of dream and ambition and goal that I never thought about ever. Like I, not even a little flicker in my brain or eye of an idea. Um, so I guess I'll kind of go through that, walk you through my kind of journey of how I got here. Um, so I guess my, the start of where I became interested in supporting and being a peer advocate or an advocate at all or you know my service journey was really when I was younger um, I started out being a tutor and being involved in a program where it was like a peer support program where you could help other kiddos um, that maybe needed a little bit more time on their homework or a little bit more support or attention. Um, and I had always been a part of that. And so it was kind of like a tutoring program um, in elementary and then, you know, more formally a tutoring or a tutor in uh, middle school and in high school. So I've always been interested in um, education and just being around others and just helping each other out that was like a big thing Um, not only just me personally but I'll get into this a little bit later but also my family Um, as I got older I started becoming more involved in ministry and in ministry work that's where I really you know worked with more kids Uh, I was either in a childcare role or um, did Sunday school teachings. I did that for a number of years. And then um, later I became interested in and in working in a ministry that supported foster kiddos and the adults that support them. Um, but I think like two things that really planted the seed and kind of opened my perspective to the areas of service and particularly um, foster kiddos or kiddos that have been in orphanages uh, were two things. Um, I think when I was about 10, I had watched this documentary. It was about orphanages in Korea and the challenges kiddos faced not only while they're in those orphanages, but also as they aged out, the stigma that um, they endured. And I just, I think that was my first kind of eye-opening experience at a young age of advocacy and injustice and challenges and um, how the world can be kind of so unfair sometimes to kids and people for things that they don't choose really at all or want to experience Um, so that was that was like a really uh, landmark time period for me or landmark in my um, my childhood that kind of shaped my perspectives Um, but also my parents my parents were super generous people that had always wanted to help others, you know, whatever that meant. And my dad specifically had a huge heart or has a huge heart for kiddos. I mean, he still does. 
Um, but also like a bigger heart for kiddos that have been either mistreated or disadvantaged or have endured some kind of challenge or huge challenge or traumatic experience like whether it be financial or um, other types of emotional physical traumas he's always had a huge huge heart and has definitely talked to me and my brother about that um, as we were growing up and I think it definitely shaped my perspective of um, how the world functions um, how we can be support um, and just being loving Um, so those were you know that's definitely what's kind of shaped my journey in terms of service and been involved with kiddos and specifically how I got more interested in supporting foster kids and um, orphanages and kiddos that have been through orphanages. Um, My yoga journey really started in high school and um, I think in high school I really started like I hadn't heard about yoga really before then and I was going through a very tumultuous time in high school and it, it it's one of those things where I found yoga at that time too. And I didn't know this then, but, um, I think it, why I gravitated more towards yoga was because of that tumultuous time too. And I was also trying to heal and process my own trauma that I had gone through. And this yoga space was this space where I was not only gaining so much, but also shedding and, um, leaving stuff behind and I at that time didn't even really know why or how but I just knew that this space was so beneficial for me and that's where I became really hooked into yoga and you know that's when it really started to become a big part of my life so that's kind of my two journeys um, of you know what I thought were these two very very separate things and interests and parts of my life, but it really started coming together probably about five to six years ago. And how it kind of came together was at that time, I became more involved in a ministry at my church that um, supported foster kiddos. And I was um, introduced to the court appointed special advocacy program. And as I was doing that, I was also going down to Mexico once a month um, on the weekend to support uh, other churches so that they could grow and develop and become a really healthy church to do more outreaches and really focusing that outreach to orphanages. I was also going down and visiting orphanages at that time. And during that experience, I had met this woman that became my friend and you know I consider her as a mentor but you know we had had these long talks and you know she really opened my eyes into um, how the trauma training that I have been doing which was partially TBRI and some other trauma training like trauma-informed care that kind of thing and yoga so she was like really opening my eyes to this and during this time I was getting more and more 
um, involved in the ministry and learning more about TBRI, I just saw all the wonderful things that TBRI had to offer. And not only that, but I just saw the impact it was having um, through my trainings that I was attending. And then also as I was started delivering this training. So I helped with support groups and delivering trainings and TBRI and I got these awesome experiences to train in Rwanda on TBRI with um, parents and churches and church leaders and um, people that um, supported orphanages um, there. And then I also uh, led a mission trip to Costa Rica to not only train on other things, but also TBRI there. Just saw like the tremendous impact that TRI was having in the community. And as, you know, like I said, my friend and mentor was kind of, you know, opening my eyes during this time as I was on my TBRI journey about trauma-assisted yoga. And that's when I really started learning more about that. And it just kind of started kind of melding together and that's when I started kind of seeing the overlaps of the two, but not as much as I have more recently. And, you know, this is where it really comes together where, um, so professionally I am in the education space. I don't train, but I am in the education space, but that's how I started getting interested in, um, attending grad school. And so right now I'm in grad school and, you know, as I was applying to grad school to, further my education for professional interests, I also saw how grad school could help me figure out different ways of training in maybe a more effective way. And not only that, but, you know, in the areas where I was volunteering, maybe I could use what I'm learning in grad school to help shape some of that area. So I'm in grad school, right? And I'm in this class. And in this class, um, I am tasked with a project about my mission statement. And, you know, what am I going to do? And I was like, oh my gosh, everything is really coming together here. Um, we're building this mission statement. And this is, you know, why I'm coming to grad school and my passions. And now we have this project of creating um, not only our mission statement, but, you know, utilizing different media in communicating that and wow it was just like okay everything is really coming together now like I have the tools the passion the experience that I've had um now it's like okay like let's put it all together and um here we are and um like I said I I'm not a professional but I am I have some experience and I hope to share some of those tools with you but also I want to learn from the community because I know that there are a lot of people that have been in both of these spaces for a lot longer than I have and people that are parents that are walking through this journey every day and um I hope that by creating this platform that um not only can I share some tools, but others will share tools with each other and with me. And we can form a really supportive community that we're drawing from all these different things. And in a way that is not overwhelming, but you know, like I said, this podcast is going to be really short. And, you know, but if we have the time and space and desire to 
explore more that will have these resources. So here we are. Um, like I said, I'm going to be really covering um, or, you know, really focusing on two, the two modalities of TBRI and trauma-sensitive yoga. Um, like I said, I feel like they really go hand in hand because um, in TBRI, there are like three, I would say, um, like core, um, core topics that they kind of go through or they, they emphasize and the modality kind of focuses on and it's really the principles of connecting and empowering and correcting well in trauma sensitive yoga there's five core components that really go hand in hand with the connect and empower um, not as much the correct um, but there might be some some overlap there that we'll get into but really those five core components of trauma sensitive yoga are like using invitational language and especially like when you're cueing um, also having choice making um, throughout the practice and you know whether we're moving or you know um, making forms and um, the present moment experience which is also in our own session which you know is hand in hand with TBRI and the shared authentic experience and um, really the component of non-coercion so really these five core components of trauma sensitive yoga I really saw um, overlap with the two areas of connect and power and TBRI so I thought hey like this would be a great opportunity to create um, some micro learnings uh, for our parents and adults um, that are interested in these areas um, to see the connections and also hopefully provide some information that will be applicable so that you can like not only it be head knowledge but it be integrated into your life um, in different ways so I think in my experience with um, in my journey like there was definitely say a gap but there is kind of a shift that needs to take place from when you have like this head knowledge to okay I, I get what you're saying but like how can I apply this and um, I thought that with the two um, TBRI and trauma sensitive yoga that um, there was definitely a great way of doing that that could utilize both um, that could be another tool in your little toolkit um, and um, can help us all journey on our road to healing. So if any of this sounds interesting to you, um, uh, stay tuned for our future episodes. Um, give me a follow and um, maybe it, you may know someone that this might be interesting to them too. So I would love, um, it would be really awesome and I would love it if you would forward this information or podcast along or the website. Um, and until our next meeting, um, please, I'd love to hear from you and engage with you. Check out the website. It's kindleyoga.com and it's spelled K-I-N-D-E-L-Y-O-G-A.com. So the L and E are <laughs> kind of flipped from your, from the normal spelling. And uh, yeah, you'll find 
find the feedback forum. You can use the forum on there to share your thoughts with me, give me feedback, and um, I will be working on that discussion board so that we can engage maybe a little bit more on real time, in real time. Um, but yeah, I really look forward in hearing from you, and I hope that you will join me on future episodes of Connections, and um, I hope that we do still stay connected. Until next time. Thank you.